Good morning, everybody. Shabbos Daf Kufnun Dal Kuchazawis on Daf Kufnun Gimel. The twenty-third parak of Shabbos finished off. The Gemara said, "Or blessed said, a person should always do shuva right before he's nifter because he never really knows when he's going to die. So every day he's going to end up doing shuva." Then we started the twenty-fourth parak. We sat the Shmaya. The Mishnah taught us that Rabbanan gave a special call for a person who's carrying something right before Shabbos. Rabbanan allowed you to put on your donkey or to give it to a non-Jew because Rabbanan afraid that they did not allow you to give, if they did not give you that kula, then the person would come to carry it himself. The Gemara addressed the question of let's say a person give it a shaita or a katan or a cherish or a non-Jew or a donkey. The Gemara went through the order of which one's more preferable. Then we saw the Gemara on the Amid Beis spoke about the halacha of Mechamar, that a person who leads the animal on Shabbos, the Gemara had a possibility that a person is going to be chayiv b'shegig echatas and is going to be chayiv skila. Rav had two issues with that. Rav had two questions on that. And today, Bez Hashem, we're going to pick up with the discussion of Mechamar. We're going to see another version of what happens in a person's everyday from Mechamar, that it could be they're not chayiv echatas, not chayiv skila. And then Bez Hashem, the Gemara on the Amid Beis is going to talk about when a person gets the chatzar and he wants to unload the donkey, what happens if there are items on the donkey are mukta. Then the Gemara on the bottom is going to talk about being mishnamished by Chaim using an animal on Shabbos. So let's see the Helgi Gemara. We are on the top of the Kuf Nun Dalmanaf. So now we're going to see another version of what Rami Rachama said in regards to a person who does the Yisra of Mechamar on Shabbos. It says the Helgi Gemara learned like this, he had a gear like this, this is what Ramah Rechama said, said like this, a person who does Mechamer with his animal on Shabbos, he leads his animal on Shabbos, if he does it B'Shegi, he's not Chayv Chattas, because of the issue we had before, that a person has to do a Mice in order to be Chayv Chattas, and over here, a person not doing a Mice, he's just leading the animal, he's telling the animal to go, and therefore it's not considered a Mice, so therefore you're not Chayv Chattas, however, however, Vizayv the Yisra of Mechamer b'Meizid, he's going to be Chayav Skila. Asks the Gemara Masav Rava, Mechal so Shabbos b'Darish Chayav and Ashley Gasay Chatos Chayav and Azayin Skila. The Mishnah, the Brisa says that a person is over Yisra Shabbos. If he does b'Shegi, he's Chayav Chatos. If he does b'Meizid, he's Chayav Skila. So we, the Rava makes a diuk. How ain't Chayav Ashley Gasay Chatos? Ain't Chayav and Azayin Skila. So Rava makes a diuk like this. It sounds like from the Mishnah that something which you're not Chayav Chatos, you're not going to be Chayav Skila. So asks Rava, so the Chur, don't tell me that a person is going to be putter if he's over Yisra Mechamer b'Shegi, but he's going to be Chayav b'Meizid. It sounds like from the Mishnah. That this case can exist. The person's only going to be chayiv skilaf is chayiv b'shegeg echatas. Says the Gemara, Miktani ha'ein chayivin. Does the v'chul? Does the brisa actually say that second part? Rav is diak. No. Hachikam. This is what the brisa is saying. Davish chayiv and ashigatz echatas chayiv as in skila. Any case where a person's chayiv b'shegeg for doing yisur and chayiv is chayiv made it skila. And v'yesh davish in chayiv and ashigatz echatas chayiv as in skila. However, there are exceptions to that rule. And there are cases where a person could be could be potter from being chayiv echatas if he does b'shegeg, but he's chayiv made it skila. Umayni. What's that case? So therefore, we don't really have a kasha from this brisa because maybe the brisa was just saying that in every case you're chayiv b'shegeg chatos you're chayiv mezet skila. But there are some cases where a person could be potter b'shegeg and be chayiv b'mezet. That would be a case of mechamer. Says the Gemara Rava. Now the Gemara has another another option. Rava Achvad Rav Mari by Rachel. Rava, the brother of Mari Barachal, and Rashi and Taisa are not girls. The next few lines. Let's just read the next few lines quickly because Taisa it's very interesting. Let's just read the next lines. Some people say that Rava was the father of Rav Mari Barachal, and says the Gemara Lishna Basar, and according to this gear, so that Rava was the father. Kasha the Rav Asher Rav Mari Barachal. My name is above. It's Kasha. How did Rav the Gemara? Yomus asks. How did Rav appoint Rav Mari Barachal in a position of authority? The halacha is that Kol Mesimushat Meisim. The halacha is that all powers of authority, all positions of authority, officers, kings, present, these types of things, have to be from Yidin. And the father can't be a ger. So the Gemara asks this kasha, how could Rav appoint Rav Mari Barach? And the Gemara answers, it's not a problem because Rav Mari Barachal's mother was a regular Jew. His father was a ger, but his mother was a regular Jew. Now the kasha is, if Rav was the father of Mari Barachal, so what was the whole kasha? Rav was not a ger. So answers the Gemara, 
Okay, according to this case, you're going to have to answer the two Marbarachos. Now, it's just interesting because Tais over here goes through a very long discussion, Tap Tais, trying to figure out is it possible that Rav was a Ger? Is it possible maybe Rav himself was a Ger? Even though the Gemara never speaks it out, maybe Rav was a Ger. And it's just interesting to note that Tais spends quite a few lines over here going through the different connections between different Amorim, trying to figure out is it possible that Rav could have been the father of Amorim. So it is just interesting to know that Tais does feel it is important to figure out how different people related to different people because you see in our Gemara it's Nagar to know do we have can we ask the Kasha if his father was a Ger was not a Ger and they're ready to shine him who's dedicated entire Svarim to these questions of who's related to and how were they related the Sefer Yuchsin the Sefer Adairis and the, the Chida and his Shem Agdel and his Akdama discusses the importance of knowing the relationship between different Tanayim different Amorayim Rabbi Tam relationships again all important in order to know are we allowed to ask questions who are we allowed to question from who who do we pass from like so again it is interesting and it is quite important for a person to know who's related to who and to know exactly when different people lived definitely something interesting to learn about but anyway asks the Gemara so says the Gemara like this so he learned Rav we're assuming right now we're not going to be Gerasim so Rav said that Rav was the brother of my Barachal and Rav said like this he learned the name of he learned the name of Yechanan he heard the name of Yechanan the Allah is that a person who does Mechamer and Shabbos he's Pater and I'm Rabbi Yechanan like this a person who does Mechamer and Shabbos he's Pater from everything if he does B'Sheg he's not because like we said before everything is comparable to Vedazar, and you have to do a Maisa by Muhammad not doing a Maisa, and therefore you're a Potter. And Maisa, not the Machai, the Maisa also not Chai, Skila, the Samaritan Mishnah, Machas, or Shabbos, Dorshah, and Shagasikatas, and Skila, and Chai, and Shagasikatas, and Chai, and Skila. He made the dick that we had before that the Mishnah says that only in a case you're Chai, Bishagachatas, you can be Chai, the Maisa, Skila. However, in a case like for instance, Mechamer, which we're saying that you're Pater B'Shegi for Achatas, so therefore you're not going to be Chai if you do B'Mezid Skila. So therefore you're Pater for Achatas, and you're Pater B'Mezid Skila. Now says the Gemara. And Belav, not in the Mechaev, and you're not Chaev for being over a Lav, you're not Chaev Makas for being over a regular Lav in the Torah, to have a Lav, Shanit and Lazarus, Mrs. Bezin, because this Lav of Mechamer is also the Lav which t- talks about the rest of the Lach Shabbos, and since other Lach Shabbos are Chaev Misa, therefore there's a concept called a Lav, Shanit and Lazarus, Mrs. Bezin, which means that if a Lav, there's a case where a person could be Chaev Mrs. Bezin, if he's over that Lav, he's not going to be Chaev Makas. So therefore, in our case, since this Lav of Mechamer is also the Lav which talks about the rest of the Lach Shabbos, therefore you're acquiring the Epater for Makas because it's a Lav, Shanit and Lazarus, Mrs. Bezin. The bottom taste of the Addresses very interesting. Tyson is very important in regards to the Klal Malav Shem Ma'isa Lavinik Nosar Shmuzis Bezin. The Chayyim in our case by Mechamer it's never possible possible for a person to be Chayiv B'Mezid. He can never be Chayiv Misa. So the Chayyim could be it's not considered a classical Lavinik Nosar Shmuzis Bezin. Again, an important Tyson. But anyway, says the Gemara. So a person's Chayiv. He's Pater Miklom. He's Pater for Malkus. Pater Beskila. Pater Bechatas. Now says the Gemara. V'chol Lavinik Nosar Shmuzis Bezin. And like Malav and any Lavinik Nosar Shmuzis Bezin, you are Pater for Malkus. And says the Gemara. Feel on them or like it even according to them on them that holds in general Malkus. If you give them. Is the machlek is over there? Is a person chayiv for lavin lazarus misbezin or not? Here he agrees your pater. Why? Because lefter one leisasek hamalachu uvem techa. The pasuk should say leisasek hamalachu uvem techa. Why does the pasuk have to say ata lamli? Why does the pasuk have to add ata? Says the Gemara. Who knew the mechayev? Who knew the mechayev? The pasuk is explicitly teaching you that only if you do a ma'is on Shabbos you're chayiv, but if your animal does a ma'is on Shabbos you're going to be pater. So therefore, even according to the man damar who holds in general. Over here, he's going to agree that a person who leads his animal on Shabbos is going to be put there from Malkus.
The Mishnah said that when the animal gets to a chater which is guarded, you let it untie the bundles and they cut, and then they fall off the animal. Let's say the animal is holding glass kalim on the back of the animal. Maybe you could bring pillows and blankets and you put it under the animal. And then you release the ropes, you undo the ropes, and the the, the bags that fall by themselves, the bundles fall by themselves, and that's a way so that the, you're protecting the glass so it doesn't break. Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to undo the ropes, untie the ropes and let them fall by itself. The glass kalim are muktza, so why can't you just take it up by yourself? And just ignore Kikam Ravuna, but kind of, Ravuna was talking about in a case, the, he was referring to the kalim of a blood letter, and those kalim are muktza on Shabbos, and therefore you have to just untie the ropes and let it fall by itself. Which are not chazid used on Shabbos, are disgusting, and therefore they're muktza. Welcome to Klimechani asks the Halegi Gemara. Okay, we came up with a solution that you'll put the pillows and blankets under, and then you'll let the glass kalim fall on top of it. But ask the Gemara, because now that those kalim are on top of it, you're not going to use those kalim on Shabbos, and you're not going to use those pillows and blankets on Shabbos. So ask the Gemara, which Rashivir learns is a problem because of the Saiser. It looks like you're doing the Malcha of Saiser because you're getting, you're not, those kalim that are on the bottom, the pillows and blankets are, you're not allowed to use them on Shabbos. It looks like you're destroying those kalim on Shabbos. That's what Rashiv Shah, other Rishayim learned, it could be it's a problem with Binyan. Again, different Shah, different what the issue of Mavatal Klimechani is, but ask the Gemara, the Chayyar being Mavatal the Kli, from its intended purpose, because you're not going to be able to use the pillows and blankets anymore. And says the Gemara, no, Bishlifi, Zuchi, we're talking about very small packages. So therefore, we're talking about small packages of the, these glass kalims. What you're going to do is you let it fall onto the pillows, and then you'll flip it onto the next pillow, next pillow, these small packages, and then you let it go on the ground, and then, therefore you'll be able to pull out the pillows and blankets and use them on Shabbos. Ask the Hagi Gemara Vaiter. Mace yes, the Gemara. Let's say the animal is carrying tevel or glass kalim matters. You're allowed to undo the ropes. And the bundles fall by themselves. It sounds like even though they're going to break, we don't allow you to bring pills and blankets to put it under. I we just said before that you're allowed to bring pills and blankets. So what do we do with the stira answers? The Gemara hasam be kolsa there in that rice we were talking about a case where a person had these big glass sheets where anyways he intended to break them up into smaller pieces. So therefore we're not going to give him this hatter putting up the putting up the blankets and pillows under because anyways he wants. To, he's going to crack them with the small pieces to use them as windows. So therefore, they're not allowed to put blankets and pillows under. Says more decay. I'm bring a radic tani. Don't be the towel comparable to the towel. My towel like chazi. They just like towel is not right to use at this stage. Avach and I'm like chazi. They sell to these glass pieces are not right to use at this stage. You have to do something to them, and therefore, they're not allowed to allow you to put the pillows and blankets under. Says more my apish mishdabrin. I. So why does the prices specifically speak out? Even though they're going to break, the is that this is what you have to do. You're not allowed to bring anything to put under. I. If you want, plan them breaking them anyways, so then what's the chiddush that even though they're going to break, you plan the kind of anyways. Says the Gemara, this I would have a tat to say, lahafsid, lahafsid muot, nami chashashu, kamashalon. I would have a tat to say that if you don't bring pillows and blankets, so when they fall off the animal, you're going to lose some of these tiny little glass pieces. They're going to go flying around, and you're going to lose those pieces. So I would have a tat to say that Chum allowed a person to bring the pillows and blankets, so he doesn't lose a tiny bit. Kamashalon, they're abundant, not allowed to not permit you to bring the pillows and blankets just because we don't want to prevent the tiny loss, and therefore you have to just let it fall and let it crack. Says the Elgin Gemara, Tanya. That's what the animal is carrying a bundle of grain. And the bundle of grain is muxed. You can use your head to move it. And you, you use your head and you, make, you move it with your head. And then it falls off the animal. The donkey Gamliel. Hoysatuna Dvasha was carrying honey, Vlay Ratzla Parka, Adamata Shabbos. Your will did not want to unload the animal to Matta Shabbos because he thought it was a problem of unloading the animal. Matta Shabbos Mesa. What happened was, Matta Shabbos, the animal died because it was carrying the load for too long. By none, I asked the Gemara, by none, Tanan, Noitel Kalamani Talin, asks the Gemara, why can't Ramil just remove the honey directly off the animal? Honey Lachar is not Muktan Shabbos. Why don't Ramil just remove it directly? And to the Gemara, Kisha We're talking about a case where the honey already spoiled, it soured, and therefore it was considered Muktza. I asked the Gemara, Hedrish, my Chazi, so if it was spoiled, then why was Ramil carrying this spoiled honey? Why do you have this spoiled honey in the back of his? 
on the back of his camel. Says the Gemara, on the back of his donkey, I'm sorry, answers the Gemara, you're talking about that it was used for the sores of camels, and therefore he did want this sour, he wanted this spoiled honey. However, it was not right to use on Shabbos because you're not allowed to give it, you're not allowed to put it on the back of your camel on Shabbos, you're not allowed to smear it, you're not allowed to smear it on the sores of the animal, and therefore it was Muks on Shabbos, and that's did not want to take it off. I asked the Gemara, why didn't we all do the, why didn't he use the Eitzah of undoing the ropes and letting it fall on the ground? And the Gemara, Mitzdar Ziki was afraid that it was going to crack and get all over the place. I asked the Gemara, okay, so we have another solution, why to bring pills and blankets, put it under, and then undo the rope and let it fall to the ground? And so the Gemara, Mitanfi, the because in this case, they're going to break, and he's not going to to use those kalim, he's not going to, to use the pills and blankets on Shabbos. Ask the Gemara, I will eat Asks the Gemara, I was an issue of Tarbal Chaim, the animal suffering by carrying the loads on Shabbos. The way Rashi learns over here, we should be about to listen to the Raisa, we should be about to listen to the Rabbanon of Matakul Mechana because this is the Raisa Tarbal Chaim. Answers the Gemara, Kasara Tarbal Chaim, the Rabbanon. Answers the Gemara, he held that Tarbal Chaim is the Rabbanon, which we'll see by the Shem Mesachis, but Mitzia, Big Machlaikus over there, it's Tarbal Chaim, Mr. the Raisa, Mr. Rabbanon, but he held that it was only Issa Rabbanon, and therefore, Rabbanon did not permit you to be ever one Issa Rabbanon or to say from another Issa Rabbanon. So that's why we will not unload the donkey on Shabbos. That's why the donkey died. Says the Abaya found Rabba that he was he was putting his son on the side of the donkey and letting him slide back and forth on the donkey who's playing with the son on Shabbos. So asks the Gemara, So he asked him, Abaya asked Rabba, I there's an issue of being Mishtamish, of using animals on Shabbos. So how could you let your son, how could you be playing with your son on the animal on Shabbos? Armalai said back to him, Stud the name, it's nothing like Azrabu. So he said back to him that he's only playing on the sides of the animal, he's sliding on the side of the animal, and their abundant were not geyser, the side of the animal, their abundant were only geyser, that person's not allowed to use the actual animal to sit on the back of the animal. However, to slide down on the side of the animal is not a problem. Now, says Gemara, how do you know this idea that the Rabbana were not geyser on the sides of an animal? Says Gemara, does not learn in Mishnah. Matar chavol on the knife from the mission, so the person is allowed to undo the bundles and let the bundles fall by themselves. He undoes, he undoes the ropes and the bundles fall. Now says the Gemara, my love. So says the Gemara, bechaver go bechaver goki. Are we not talking about a case where a person tied it in a way that is going to have to come close to the animal and he's going to end up touching the animal? Have late sudden, but suddenly God's rabban and says the Gemara, we're talking about a case where a person tied it in a way. Rashi explains exactly how the person tied it. That he's going to have to come close to the animal. He's going to end up touching the animal. So the you see the rabban are on the sides of the animal. And the Gemara, no light bechaver agluki. We delay have it sudden. We're talking about a case where he tied it very loosely, and therefore he's not going to have to come very close to the animal in order to undo it. And therefore, we have no raya whether a bunch of guys are in or not. Inami says more of a he tied it with a clip, and therefore again he doesn't have to come. He doesn't have to touch the animal. He could just undo the clip, and the and the bundles fall. So we have no raya if it's not or us. Or says more he asks the Gemara, is it true that the did not make a zera on Stadin that you that you are not allowed to that the Rabbanon said that a person is allowed to use the sides of the animal? Is that true? Eisrei asks the Gemara. That if two of the walls are man-made and one of the walls are a tree, the halacha is it's kosher, and the halacha is that the walls are allowed to be attached to the ground. And says the However, the is not to go up on anyamtiv because since part of the walls of the sukkah are the tree, the halacha is not to be mishdamish with the tree on yamtiv, and therefore it's prohibited to go up on yamtiv. Now says the Gemara, my love, are we not talking about a case where a person used the side of the tree? My love, the chakla be ilan to have the itzad and ask we're not talking about a person used the side. The tree and put the schach. He made small indentations in the side of the tree, and that's where he put the schach. So it says more that have late sudden, but sudden nasser and says more. So you have a clear eye that just like the rabbanon asked a person to be mishdamish with the tree on Shabbos, and the rabbanon also asked the side. So the chayyim that who adin the rabbanon would prohibit using the sides of an animal. And Sigmar, no, we're talking about a case where a person bent over the entire tree, bent over the tree, and therefore he's using the top of the tree. So Sigmar, and he puts Chach on top of the tree. Because then you're using the actual tree, and therefore it's prohibited to go up on Yom. If that's the case that a person used the actual tree as his wall, 
the Gemara over there says that a person who has three walls are man made and one wall is a tree. It's kosher. And the Gemara over there says it's mutter. A person to go up and on Yamtiv and ask him, read the Kafilila and a mile and Yamtiv. Ask him, we're talking about a case where a person bent over the tree and a person is using the top of the tree. Why are you allowed to go up and on Yamtiv? You're actually you're using the actual tree on the Kharach. We prohibit it. So it says, Gemara, El Mai, Stad and Asurin. El Mai, you'll tell me that the person is using the side of the tree. And that we're saying before that Stad and Asur. But then ask the Gemara, Sayyid Sayyid, Am I Ayolam Yamtiv? Ask the Gemara, Mimanafshach. If you're telling me the case was that he used the top of the tree, so then with the kasha is that what's shot on the safer that a person is allowed to go up on Yamtiv. And if you're telling me the person used the side of the tree and that Stad and Asur, it's Asur a person to use the sides of the tree. So why is it permitted for a person to go up on Yamtiv, if, even if one of the walls are made from the tree? Says the Gemara. So, Ella Hassan Big Guza Parts. Over there, the Gemara we were talking about where you had a very wide tree, a tree which has very wide branches, very wide leaves. And we're talking about a case. The case was the person used the top, rather, he just used this tree as his actual wall. And therefore, the person, therefore, it's much for him to go up on Yamtiv. Since he didn't put the schach on top of the third, the fourth wall, they were permitted to go up on Yamtiv. The Gemara over there says that in a case where you'd be able to take away the tree and it would still stand, the Allah is permitted to go up on Yamtiv. So therefore, Says the Gemara, we're talking about a case where a person put up this fourth wall, which is the, the, the wall itself is a tree, but he did not put slach on top, and therefore it's, it's permitted to go up on Yamtiv. However, if you made it two man made walls and one wall, which was from the tree, then we're assuming they would put slach on top, and therefore would be prohibited. So again, the Gemara is right now leaving off with the question is the sides of the animal permitted or prohibited? And the Gemara was trying to make a raya from the sides of a tree as well. But as of tomorrow, we're going to see the Gemara is going to say, that it could be it's machlekes the name whether it's southern armut or asher. That's quick because I always today the Gemara and the Amidah discuss the person who does machamer and Shabbos. The Gemara presents one possibility that he's potter from machatas because there's no ma'isa, but he's chayiv skila. And then the Gemara another possibility that he's potter miklam that he's potter from skila chatas and malchus. Again, machlekes what exactly is a person does machamer. And then we just saw the Gemara over here discussed whether a person is allowed to use the side of an animal on Shabbos or not. The Gemara said that Rabbah held it was permitted, and the Gemara asked if tried asking a few different kashas on Rabbah that it should be prohibited to use the sides of the animal as well. And by the time tomorrow, we'll see that it could be tomorrow like whether Abanim Regazer on these sides or not. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Have a wonderful Shabbos.